Hello, chickies, and welcome to Chatty Amigas. Podcast where two friends approach everyday problems to find practical solutions. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Muffin, and I'm Mella. Do you know what you want from life? <laughs> let's let's unpack everything. Let's go deep here. No. Oh, I hate this question, but it's a no. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you see yourself in five, ten years? I hate that question so much. Do you love that question? I hate no. that question. No. When you go for job interviews, where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully making money. Can <laughs> we move on? <laughs> Getting older. Surviving in this world. That's where I see myself in five years. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to for dinner tomorrow. Like, how am I supposed to know what I'm going to do in five years? No. No way. Wait, what did you say? Ela five? What? Survive. Oh, oh yeah. I, I just said, sur- I said, survive. Just that's yeah, all I want. Just totally be alive. <laughs> yeah. So, where do you see yourself five, ten years from now? What do you regret? That one's a deep one. And what makes you proud of yourself? Which I think sometimes can be very hard to answer. But these mm-hmm. are important questions. Um, I feel. Yeah. That is. Those are very, very deep. So today we will be spilling the tea on finding yourself. All right, so let's dive into this very deep topic. We're going to be deep today, um, but hopefully fun. <laughs> no, what was it from that show? Was it deep but upbeat? <laughs> oh, yeah, so I like that. You, you ever see um how to lose a guy in ten days? Oh no? man, I feel like I have, but it's the, I don't um, remember when they're doing like these articles. They were like serious. And they're like, but keep it upbeat. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch it now. Go watch it. Go watch it. So, um, finding yourself. Have you ever thought like, what do you exactly do you want from life? And maybe you've taken this first step towards self discovery, but can't uncover a path towards achieving your main goals. Um, dreams, personal values, talents, even your personality traits may not always seem to matter much in the rush of daily life, but awareness of these characteristics can give you plenty of insight into your inner self. I feel that after pandemic, when, when pandemic happened, a lot of people were forced to face these, I'm going to say demons for the lack of words, because you have to not like sit there and be like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. you know, did I do what I want? Like, do, why didn't I do this? you know, things that are, I'm unhappy with this. Like, why am I unhappy with this? Like, how can I fix this? I don't want to be unhappy. And I right. think that's why a lot of people like changed jobs, moved homes. Um, Cause you're, you're, you, you had to forcefully look in the mirror and like face it instead of being so occupied with other things. So you don't have to deal with it. Um, day-to-day priorities are important, but a life that's nothing more than a series of going through the same motions usually doesn't provide much enjoyment. Yep. Just kind of sad. If you reached a point in life where you find yourself asking, who am I really? Some self-discovery can help you to get to know yourself a little better. It might sound like a huge intimidating concept, but it's really just a process of A, examining your life, B, figuring out what's missing, and C, taking steps toward fulfillment. It's mm-hmm. not It's not as terrifying. Like It's just, if you go to the park... <laughs> and you're like I'm unhappy about something I don't know what it is ponder about it think like what is making me unhappy like Mm -hmm. ah negativity I don't like that I'm having negative influences okay so what is creating those negative influences 
Hmm, I do have this one friend of mine that's not really a friend, but she always wants to talk to me and vent about how negative her life is. But like, I never, she's never there when I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do about it. And then right. you take the proper precautions in how to deal with it. Maybe you need to tell her, hey, I've noticed this about our friendship. It's overwhelming. Or I feel like I don't really have your support. Or maybe it's just to cut off this person completely. I don't know. You know, right. we have friendship breakups for that. If you want to hear that episode. Yes. <laughs> what was the name of that podcast? Friendship breakups. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's what it means. You, you don't have to sit there like the philosophers of back in the day and just go on the mountain of like Athens and be like, what, what is, is my that? life? <laughs> What is the meaning of life? To be or not to be. That's Shakespeare, but whatever. You don't have to necessarily like, do that. But. Your accent when you did that was funny. Was it? Yeah. You did uh, like, was, yeah. It was Hannah. <laughs> Thank you. There's no better time for self-exploration than the present. So now we're going to share with you some tips that I feel help a lot. I did this. I went through a time in my life where I was like, I'm done. I'm done having new people around me. It's me. I'm the one attracting them. So I I have family. (laughs) Is that you? It's me. It definitely was me. Like, because if you keep attracting the same people over and over and over and over again, at one point you kind of have to realize it's not them. It's you. Right. Yep. So I, I have family that live in Portugal. So I had the luxury because I didn't have a full-time job that I took a month off and I went to Portugal alone. Like I, I was with my family but I went to all these beautiful like museums and parks and palaces and I would go there by myself. I purposely didn't bring my phone. Well, I did for pictures, but I didn't like I took it. I put on airplane mode so I wouldn't get, you know, and then you're in a different country. Was WhatsApp a thing? It was, but I kind of like ignored it. Uh-huh. I could put it so it wouldn't show anything. And it just went about my life. Um, and I pondered. I cried a lot in these beautiful places. Good. I cried a lot, felt my feelings, had a lot yeah. of deep conversations with God. <laughs> Good. And then I came back from Europe, like, this is what I want. It was the best thing I did. I took a month to myself, a mental day off. And I'm also a mental day off, a mental month off, I guess. Sabbatical. Um, yeah. Is that what it is? A sabbatical? Did I go on a sabbatical? Wow. Oh, that's you so sh- usually, <laughs> usually when professors take a year off from teaching, they call it a sabbatical. But, like, if you take a month off for yourself to heal and do whatever you need to do, I think it's also a sabbatical. Oh, you went so into a... sounds fancy. Into okay. a life-bettering trip. Trip. Yeah, that was a... So it's a sabbatical. I I, it's when I bought the trip, it was for that. Yep. Um, the trip, when I bought the trip, when I bought the flight. Um, so I also wear that everyone has that luxury, but it can be, you know, an hour a day, go to the park. Mm-hmm. go t- take a bubble bath and ponder or like go away somewhere for the weekend like alone I think alone is good we- or like you know going to therapy that could be it too talk mm-hmm. it out um there are ways around it where it doesn't have to be intimidating or overwhelming but you have to want to want to do this or it's not going to work right. if you don't want to want to do it then I don't know it's not going to work nobody can help you if you don't want to help yourself correct that's so. the end of it Let's yeah. go for the tips, Mafe. Please start off. Let's start by start by visualizing your ideal self. So maybe your life has gone pretty smoothly according to like guidelines, like parents, teacher, friends, and others have recommended. If that's the case. You may not have given your true self much thought. 
many people end up defining themselves by their relationships with others or the things they've always done, never considering the possibility of anything different. Without a clear idea of the things that matter to you or the person you hope to become, though, you'll continue living for other people instead of yourself. You don't need to uh, begin with a complete picture. Like, after all, your journey is all about discovering what the full picture is. So something you can do is try to ask yourself some things like, what do I want from life? Again, the deep questions. Where do I see myself in five to 10 years? What do I regret? What makes me proud of myself? And little things like that, I mean, they don't, I mean, this type of questions don't have to be something super huge. They could be something small as like, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? Being debt free, for example. Something little, it doesn't have to be like owning a house with a yacht and a partner and like 10 kids, you know, and like having this career. No, it could be something small, like, oh, I want to be healthy and fit. You know, yeah. something little. So you I like that being out of debt. That's a really good one. Yeah. So just having little, I think little goals. It's it's all about progress, not perfection. So you want yeah. to make little steps towards whatever you want to become. You don't need to go super deep, like Mel said earlier about like the philosophers and stuff. So the answers to those questions can give you a starting place. If you get stuck, it can help to think back to a time when you felt fulfilled and happy, and consider what contributed. Yeah, and I think that it's important to start off with the small things and then dive into the bigger things. So it could be like how to get out of debt. So do that. Maybe I want to be a little more fit. And like, you know what? I'm not happy with all the friends I have. Let me see what I can do to have better friends in my life. Like it could start from being small to bigger because Mm -hmm. you don't want to like do all of them at once because that's really overwhelming. That's literally like you're going to be, first of all, I think you're always going to try to do this forever. Yep. Because life changes and, and everyone goes through different phases in life. And then exactly. if you're going to take on the world, <laughs> you will never see the tunnel at the light at the end of that tunnel. So start exactly. small and gradually grow bigger. Yep. And then once you're used to doing it, when um, a big problem approaches, you could put something small you're dealing with on hold and deal with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, I like doing this. I think it's great. I, I feel I have a lot of inner peace because of it um I don't know but anyways so the other thing explore your passions passion help give purpose to life and make it rich and meaningful maybe a passion for helping others guided you to the field of medicine um or you know maybe you're volunteering right but your current position in medical billing doesn't quite fulfill your urge to provide compassionate care or maybe you have a full-time job and that's not allowing you to be the volunteer that you want or maybe the part-time job that you took on is not really part-timey like they said you were going to be part-time and now it's like more full-time therefore you don't have that time to volunteer right mm-hmm. so living out your passion might involve identifying the job you really want and researching the steps necessary for career change or maybe it's exploring ways to volunteer with your skills as a street medic if it's the medical stuff or maybe if you want to do some volunteer work try to enroll without really putting in all that time like be like oh I want to try this let me try to do it without committing first and see how it mm-hmm. works with my life mm-hmm. and if you love it great adjust accordingly if you don't then look for other ways to be of use to society I suppose. yeah yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> um keep in mind that passions don't always have to be complex or relate to professional interests 
Think about what you spend your free time doing on a day-to-day -day basis. What excites you and brings joy to your life? Even interests like movies and music can offer insight. Taking some time to consider what you enjoy and look forward to most can help you discover ways to enrich your life. And you don't have to do it for the rest of your life either. Like I did singing lessons for six months and I quite enjoyed it. I learned a lot. And um, then I stopped because I'm like, all right, we're done. <laughs> yeah, you're trying, you're you know? exploring your passions. Yeah, so, you know, you can do it. It doesn't have to be forever. It could be just temporary. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's fun. I say go for it. Yeah, and, and, and if anything is, you you think that it's too small, you always have to go back to the first question, right? Visualizing your ideal self, just because sometimes we do tend to live through other people's point of view, right? Yeah. Like, because he talks right here about like the medical field, right? Yeah. But what if being around sick people is not your, your go-to? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. It's not your tea. Maybe being a fantastic hairstylist is maybe that's what brings you joy yeah, cutting that's pe helping people cutting people's hair and giving them a different style and color and helping them feel good about themselves like that is what this is all about so mm -hmm. that's why you have to first ask yourself the questions and then explore your passions yep. and along with that you have to try new things if you can't name many passions that's okay if you haven't done much for yourself in a long time, you may not remember what you used to enjoy. So one good way to begin figuring this out is to do something new and totally different. You won't know what you enjoy until you give it a shot. That is absolutely correct. Maybe, yes. you've, always, you, maybe you've always had an interest in artistic pursuits, but never attempted anything after, like your college or high school ceramic class. So check your library and other community centers for free or low, low cost adult learning classes if you can get to a class in person try online tutorials they may not be quite the same but they can often teach you enough to know whether you like to continue pursuing the hobby so you know exploring new hobbies especially the ones you've never tried before can sometimes feel overwhelming especially if you go for the more adventurous option but if you feel nervous try to think how proud and accomplished you'll feel afterwards beyond teaching you more about yourself taking safe risk may boost your self-esteem yeah um, i think um, that's great keyword safe <laughs> please mm -hmm. um and uh, yeah I, I highly agree with the public library thing libraries have nice stuff for free there's a lot of nice things i highly recommend look into it if you have kids and you want to know something to do for free library library look yep. at their calendars activities calendars i haven't Especially seen a boring library time. yet yeah. yeah, especially summertime. They have all kinds of stuff going on the yeah. whole summer. Or you could even Google. Google things to do with my family this summer in X town and X state. And mm -hmm. they will pull up. So highly recommend 10 yeah. out of 10. And then your local, your local college, even if it's like a little community college. Over here, I think they have pottery classes for like 10 bucks. And you, can, and you go and they give you everything and you take whatever you make. So you can make like a plate or like a cup or whatever. And they teach you and like, it's all painted and pretty because they dip it in whatever. So I have a crazy thought, like the Native American reservations there. Like, could you go learn a class, a pottery class there if you really wanted to? I don't know if they offer that because most of, 
most of what they've learned they just pass it along to their own oh, generations yeah i don't know if they have like an outsider that would like be really wants, cool somebody wants to learn their art and they just learn by taking a class i don't know if that's how it works it's mostly passed down from generations okay. to their own family See, i asked because i think that would be really cool learning their technique in a reservation and then going to the college and learning their technique and then, then there might be two i have no idea ways. no it's just my brain this is how i think i'm like then i could take those both ways and incorporate to my ta- style and <laughs> i would have this thing and everyone's gonna be like what the heck is that right and then they might i mean it i don't know my pottery ceramic thing i call it resting upon the spoon and <laughs> it incorporates the blah blah techniques of the something tribe oh my gosh yeah <laughs> really like, that's a knob over here <laughs> resting on the spoon <laughs> i don't know okay so no, it's funny but <laughs> so i think <laughs> go ahead no that's it no they just that's just what I was going to say. The, the local community colleges have little things like that for the community. So, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I think it's a good time for tea time since we're discussing um, trying new things, right? Oh, what do you think? Wow. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's- yeah. <laughs> tea time, tea time. <laughs> hey, we're back to high pitch. Nice. Let's see if that works out nicely. <laughs> tea time. I heard it just perfect. Oh, okay. Yes. So, tea is when we answer one question that has been submitted to us by one of our listeners. And today's question was sent to us by Maria. Thank you, Maria, for sending the question. <laughs> oh, thank you. Her question, I want to learn a language but suck at it. Any tips? This was a great question. I loved this question because... Okay, so first of all, every person has a different learning style. Um, so that's something you have to take into consideration learning a language. And then every person also has a time frame of how fast or slow they work in learning things, especially languages, depends also what side of your brain is more dominant over the other. It's going to affect if you're better in the mathematics, languages most likely will be easier for you. Not always the case, but it can happen. Um, and then depending on the age also affects it. If you're on 12 and under, <laughs> believe it or not, it's easier. And the likelihood of you having an accent of your native tongue will be much lower. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why anyone that comes to America, um, for example, from other different speaking countries and come here and they learn English after 12, they have a slight accent. It's very normal. That's just how it is. Um, doesn't mean it's wrong. Just means it's different. And um yeah yeah you're one of them right (laughs) me me me, i have an accent that's okay how old were you when you came here 15 15 i was gonna turn 16 in a few months yes so not 12 12. (laughs) so it's very normal happens um yeah so you have to be patient with yourself you have to understand everyone has a different learning style don't compare to others as long as you have this in your head and then don't say it's hard the moment you say it's hard your brain's gonna automatically think it's hard it's yes. just how it is i don't like it when teachers say this is hard stop telling them that like you're not supposed to say that because then they're going to give up a lot most people exactly. give up after that yes so don't think like that you can't it's a mind thing it works for real don't say you can't do it just try and take it from there so now we're gonna talk about eight top tips on how top to learn tips. a new language number one set your language goals 
it um it can help with things like motivation self-esteem and self-confidence and goals can help you achieve success when you're first figuring out how to learn a language you should focus on some short medium and then long-term goals mm -hmm. these can help to give structure and direction to your learning so for example if your ultimate long-term goal might be to have an in-depth conversation with a native speaker of your chosen language However, to get there, you might have a medium-term goal of passing an exam and a short-term goal of learning some specific relevant vocabulary. With this approach, you can start to systematically build your knowledge and tick off your progress. Like, check, oh, what was it? Check, ding, what was it that you did? Um, thing done, okay. right? Thing done, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Whatever. Done. I don't know. <laughs> no, boop, done. Boop, that was done. it. That's it, so you done. tick off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so adding time skills to your language learning goals can help to keep you on track and motivated yes the next one is to learn common vocabulary according to some studies native speakers know roughly fifteen thousand to twenty thousand word families and by that they mean a root word and its variant so for example speak speaking spoke etc this study suggests that by learning the most common 800 to 1,000 root words and variations, you can learn to speak a language quickly and effectively. So when you're wrestling with how to learn a language, a useful place to start is by learning some common vocabulary. This can help to quickly build your understanding in a day-to-day -day setting, allowing you to have and follow basic conversations. Of course, grammar and structure will also need attention. What's what's more, 800 to 1,000 root words will only give you a basic grasp. To follow dialogues in movies or TV, you will need about 3,000 root words for a novel or newspaper. This increases to roughly 8,000. But it's possible. It's doable. Okay, it's even just, the word impossible says I'm possible. Don't <laughs> worry, little by little. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Smart. I'm possible. Yes. Number three, find a style that works for you. There are many different tools, techniques, and styles you can use when learning a language. Sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming to try and use them all. So just try a few and select the ones that work best for your learning style. Some people like flashcards, grammar translation, space repetition, immersive learning. Um, but there's many other options um, out there to help you. Figuring out the right combination of techniques can help you progress at a rate you're happy with. You'll find all kinds of apps, websites, textbooks, and other materials out there that can help with different methods. Um, so yeah, mix it about, figure it out. I'm more of a hands-on learner. Personally, mm -hmm. Eric, Eric speaks a couple languages too, but he's more of like the book studious person like he has to read the book understand the grammar and then he like can go i cannot do that for the life of me i get very confused mm -hmm. my language um i can learn language by everyday language i start picking it up eventually or if there's a language i like like i love watching turkish tv i have no idea why <laughs> <laughs> so what ends up happening is i sit there and i i put the subtitles and eventually start picking up on stuff just by watching tv and reading the subtitles i'm like oh wait this is this this is this that's what that so, word means yeah yeah and it got to the point where my aunt sent me a youtube video and they were speaking turkish and they said to add cinnamon and i understood 
add cinnamon and then oh. there was still subtitles I was like oh my god it worked so nice. and each person's different you have to kind of figure out what works for you <laughs> there you go I I'm halfway between both I like to have the book and read and understand it but I like to be able to hear it and and you know hear somebody else speak it or somebody you know like hands-on so I like to do both like half and half mm-hmm. I guess my brain is just a little bit of both anyways so the next one is to practice speaking and of course that's a crucial part of learning a language being able to recognize and understand and reproduce sounds for many language learners concentrating on these first two aspects as well as vocabulary and grammar takes priority however this can result in a reluctance to practice speaking which can delay your progress you don't have to necessarily go out and start chatting with native speakers right away, even though that could most likely help. However, um, talking to yourself, practicing your vocabulary out loud, and even recording yourself speaking your new language can help to build your confidence. Yes, and I know we don't like hearing our voices. That's fine. We're not meant to, but it can help. And also, don't be embarrassed by it. No one's expecting you to be a professional native speaker while you're learning. It's kind of like, hi, um, I want to go to the moon, build me a rocket ship. And you literally never learned anything about rocket ships. It's like the same thing. So, and if someone's going to laugh at you, laugh at it back. I, I when I was learning Spanish, mm-hmm. I was trying to communicate with my colleagues and, <laughs> and I said I was on the phone, but I didn't know how to say phone in, in Spanish. So I said in Portuguese, which is still a fauna. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me. He's like, what is that? He started really being nasty, laughing at me. I'm like, oh, yeah? How do you say it in Espanol? Huh? How do you say it in Spanish? And mm-hmm. he goes, telefono. I'm like, what the heck is a telefono? And I started mm-hmm. laughing back. Never made fun of me again. He completely stopped. So huh. <laughs> do that. Mm. Well. Yes, eso. What that is was, that? That was rude of him. Yeah, sometimes people just don't think about it. They're dumb. No. And if you're the person that makes fun of someone learning a language for love of God, stop it. Stop, stop. being jealous. That is so okay? rude. That's very it's so rude. rude. And I it's feel like it's low-key jealous. Like you're jealous that they're learning languages and you don't know as many. Stop that. Learn another language. <laughs> it's very <laughs> nice. disrespectful. Yeah. No, I, I think that's that's crucial. That's how I started. I started because I was in high school when we first came and I mm-hmm. started high school right away. So it really... I had to learn by being surrounded by English the whole time. It was a survival. Like it was basically, exactly. It was like you learn or you die. It was survival. <laughs> I went into survival mode and I was like, this is it. <laughs> I'm not going to make it if I don't learn. And I would ask some of my friends because I would need to use the bathroom and I didn't want them to ask the teacher for me. And I actually, I really appreciate one of the girls and I remember her. I don't know, remember her name though. I feel real bad. But she was so sweet. And I would ask her how to say it. Like, how do I say, like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, can I use the bathroom? And she said no. And then she would say, give me the sentence. Yeah. May I use the restroom? Right? And so then she would repeat it with me mm-hmm. until I got it down. And then I would get up and just go talk, tell the teacher. And then she'd I be like, yeah, go ahead. Colleagues. And then the I would I just learning, go. Uh-huh. Yeah. The ones I was learning Spanish from, and I would teach them certain things in English, like, or that had this one person. Was it from Russia? I taught them how to say "go to the bathroom," like toilet. Mm-hmm. May I use the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was real nice. 
and then there were some that made fun of me too because of the way I pronounced them. The number three, and it stuck with me forever because I, three. We were, because we were in math class. It was algebra, and the teacher was because math is the same all over the world. And I'm like, that's yeah. the one thing I know what we're doing. I don't so even beautiful. need to. I don't even need to understand the teacher, right? So we were yeah. doing math, and she asked what the answer was, and it's I said, "Yes, as a tree, like like un árbol, right? Like a, yeah. a tree." And but I must have said three like this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then some jerk was laughing, and the teacher was so mad at him. Good. She gave him the nastiest look, and then I didn't understand why they were laughing. Good. So I had a. I had a. Not a friend, a, co uh, a colleague. No, uh, what do you call it? An associate? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, it's a colleague, right? It's a, colleague. an acquaintance. That's what I'm looking oh. for. An acquaintance. Now ask like her fellow pupils. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> and I asked him, like, why? Why is he laughing? Look, because she was giggling too. And I was like, what? And she's like, nothing. I'm like, no, really. Like, what happened? And she's like, oh, he's laughing at the way you said three. And I was like why and then I just like huh and ever since that like the whole th sound I'm like three some languages some people can't say th, th, the three <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's the thr that really throws everyone off for three. three so three. it's fine you know at the end of the day who cares as long as we understand you mm. the English speakers can understand you it doesn't matter it's fine. good that you can even speak English because English Barely. is one of the most difficult languages in the world. My God, good for you. Let's have Barely. a party because you at least said three. <laughs> three. I can understand. Well, I gave the answer and all those dumb kids couldn't even figure it out. You're welcome. Uh -huh. There we go. <laughs> okay. So talk about connecting with a native speaker. Go. <laughs> no, it's is it me? No, it's you. Is it me? I don't remember. <laughs> Connect with the native speaker. Communicating with new people in your target language is often intimidating. You might be scared to make mistakes or feel that your current level isn't good enough, but practicing with a native speaker can help you quickly improve your language skills. As well as working on your pronunciation, you'll also unlock more natural sounding conversational elements, and it will help you with listening skills as native speakers will often speak at a more natural pace, like a little faster. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, there are various tools you can use um, to connect with native speakers when learning a language. You can meet up with them face-to-face post-pandemic, online video chat or instant messaging. You can meet people even if you're not in their country. You'll also find that many, there are also many other courses out there. You just have to look out um, on the internet, see um, any that take, um, that pique your interest that are taught by Native American speakers. Mm -hmm. Native American. Oh my God, Native speakers. <laughs> you did I mean, say American. Wanna, I did say American. But you know, if you mm -hmm. want to learn a Native American language, you, that's a good way to do that too. <laughs> oh yes. my gosh, my Connect. goodness gracious! I just see Native, and I automatically my mind always goes American. I don't Connect. know why I do that. <laughs> Connect with them. <laughs> Next one is consume media to get familiar with the different ways in which people use your target language. You may want to consider watching, reading, and listening to. Uh, as such media in the language as possible, as much media. You've probably heard how the TV show Friends has helped people as they learn English. That's true. As well as teaching colloquial language and gestures. It can also help with things like common words and phrases, expressions, and cultural references. There are also so many mediums you can choose from. 
whether it's watching TV and movies in your target language, listening to music and radio, or reading the news, you have plenty of options. That's mm -hmm. something I did. Uh, like I would watch English TV and then just put the subtitles in Spanish, yeah. or like I would listen to songs and then have the translation in the main the main lyrics, the translation next to it. So then mm -hmm. I would associate words. That's what yeah. I, mean. I do that with my French. I like to watch stuff in French because I'm losing it since I don't use it as much anymore. Mm -hmm. Just kind of depressing. When I, I learned French in school and then I gave tours of a building in Jersey City. So I gave a lot of tours in French when I worked in the banking industry. I had a lot of people from Haiti that were elderly. The younger generation don't really speak French very much. It's just Creole now. So where I lived there, I had a lot of people from Haiti that were elderly and I would communicate with them just everyday things in French. Um, I now resort to movies <laughs> because mm -hmm. I don't really, working in my business, you know, where I work now, no one really speaks French. Um, <laughs> Like right. at all. so it's like well you know uh, yeah have to use it somehow yeah number seven engage with the culture um understanding the cultures that are, use the language you're learning is very important in the learning progress because not only does it provide a solid context for your studies it also means that you can better connect with native speakers language often involves in line with the culture of the groups who speak it therefore to really master a language you'll want to make sure you're also familiar with the cultural context that goes with it highly recommend that sometimes their expressions and phrases are because of daily cultural things that happen in their country um if you can't even visit the country that would be highly recommend like mm -hmm. yeah yeah, oh, and that's which is the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's number eight, basically. You know, traveling right now it's a little uncertain, but it won't always be like this. So, the best way to put your newly found language skills to the test is to visit some of the places where the language is used. This point brings together many of the others as the techniques you've used when figuring out how to learn a new language will help you out on your travels. So when you travel, you get the opportunity to see new places, interact with local people, and immerse yourself in the culture. Although it can be daunting at first, you'll, so, you'll soon find your feet. It also yeah. gives you the chance to identify any gaps in your knowledge. It means that you can pick up some new phrases in back. Yeah. So we hope these tips help you, Maria. Thanks again. Great question. Thank you. And that wraps up the TGM portion for today. Thank you for submitting the question. We really appreciate your support. Just a friendly reminder, tea time is officially closed for this season. All right, going back now. Um, how can you, <laughs> how, how to find yourself, right? So mm -hmm. we were discussing exploring your passions, trying new things. Now we're going to talk about evaluating your skills. Some people have a particular gift, <laughs> a talent for something, uh, crafting, home improvement, cooking, etc. As part of the self-discovery process, you might consider taking some time to consider your unique abilities and how you might use them. Maybe your friends always ask you to plan their parties. Maybe your neighbors ask you for gardening tips. If these skills are something you can picture yourself developing, why not put them into use and practice, right? Using your skills owns them, which can increase your confidence. Greater self-confidence means um, it can encourage you to keep exploring these talents along with any others you might not have noticed before. Mm -hmm. that's right the next one is identify what you value about yourself your personal values or the specific qualities you view as the most important and meaningful can tell you a lot about nature 
your about your nature these values can help you illustrate the life you want to live as well as the behavior you expect from others so some of the values may include honesty compassion loyalty creativity courage intelligence so clarifying your values can help you make make certain you're living them out if you've never taken the time to explore what principles you find most valuable making this part of your self-discovery process can have a lot of benefit mm-hmm. i agree with this 100 percent. if you want to live an honest life you need to be around people that are going to try to you know incorporate that every day yes. and that's the thing you have when you picking the people around you 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 have to pick those that are trying to be good because sometimes you'll find someone that has like compassion down to a team mm-hmm. awesome then you have another friend that doesn't really have it down but they're really trying like do you really want to get rid of that person right from your life if they're trying because exactly it's nice because then you can compare notes and the fact that you even have the same values and goals is nice right mm-hmm. so it's just something to think about but yeah, I, I like doing that personally, like incorporating things that are important in my life, certain values. And then like, I'll try to, I go through phases of that, right? Like, okay, now I'm going to focus on this quality. Does this person have this quality? What can I do that's fun that incorporates this quality that I like? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very nice. Yeah. I know. Oh, with that, <laughs> asking yourself questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is how you can start. What do I do the things I do? What drives me? What am I missing? Very important, that question. What kind of impact do my choices have on the life I want? Then you take all these questions to all areas of your life. Don't feel like you need to come up with answers immediately. Self-discovery does take time. And it's most helpful to carefully consider your responses instead of grabbing at the first thing that comes to mind. Highly recommend that, 10 out of 10. Above all, be honest with yourself. If you can't come up with a good answer, that doesn't mean you failed, but it does suggest that some change might help. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with that, learning something new, I know we just talked about that during the time, but learning works best when it's treated as a lifelong process. So if you've always wanted to learn more about something in particular, take the time to study, you know, like books, manuals, online tools can help you quite a bit, especially if you'd like to develop technical skills or study historical or scientific concepts there's plenty of apps that can help you get started or any learning anything like from meditation to any foreign language so if you have any interest look it up chances are there's a app or a free website dedicated to it so in the end if you choose to take a class or learn from someone in the community or teach yourself the new skill expanding your knowledge is always a wise move and while you're doing all that keep a journal if you keep a journal when you were a younger person, you might remember how it helped you explore your dreams and emotions. Um, maybe you still do that. I don't know. Picking up that habit of journaling or blogging, it doesn't really matter. It's essentially, it's writing down what's happening and exploring your emotions and, and discussing your dreams. It can help you get back in touch with yourself and learn more about the person you've become. It can help with self-reflection, but it can also serve as a... Um, it's a more practical way of asking yourself questions and answering them or exploring any of the exploring oh my goodness mm-hmm. any of the <laughs> any of the above tips that we just discussed more deeply it can also help you keep track of any patterns that keep coming up in your life learning more about unhelpful patterns can play an essential part in the self-discovery process when you know what doesn't work you can begin repairing it 
So what if like you don't like writing? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Just jot down. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say you can keep like voice notes, but if you don't want to rehear them later, <laughs> very helpful. <laughs> I don't know. You can simply jot down whatever comes to mind. It can have the same benefit. If you're more artistically inclined, a sketch diary or another type of art journal can also help you explore your emotions and goals. Simply go. set pen to paper. Envision your ideal future and see what comes forward with that. You may also want to try the tombstone exercise. Um, it's a technique using psychotherapy. Let me try to speak Portuguese. Psy, psy. <laughs> Psychotherapia. <laughs> It involves writing down what's more most important to you and what you stand for and essentially what you want to appear on your tombstone. Sounds terrible, but it works. Mm. I did that. I would like jot down lists of what I wanted. I also would do the drawing thing. Mm. Like I remember feeling a certain way and I would go when I would travel, I would take a sketch pad with me and I would draw a scene that I liked. Like I would sit there and just draw it with a bunch of other people. Like I thought I was going to be the odd one out. Nope. You're there with like seven other people. It's amazing. Nice. So when I look back in these pictures, I remember how I was feeling and, and who I was discovering myself as. And I don't know, I, I liked it. I want to keep doing that again. Um, good. That's a good way to, that, that's something that would help you cope and help you, not, not only cope, but help you find, find yourself, find who you really are. And if you're not really the type to write things down or to draw or anything like that, you can always talk to a therapist. When the process of self-discovery seems overwhelming and you don't know where to start, therapy can provide a safe space to get some compassion and guidance. You don't need to experience mental health symptoms to benefit from professional support. Therapists help people sort through a range of issues, including goals, clarification, career changes, and identity issues. Wanting to learn more about yourself may not seem like a matter significant enough for therapy but if you feel distressed or uncertain therapy can absolutely have benefit mm -hmm. so essentially at the end of the day <laughs> self-discovery who you are looks different for everyone but it's generally not something that happens overnight i certainly did not take me overnight i feel like it's an ongoing process with mm -hmm. me because I change as a person constantly. Yep. Um, but that's just me. Like maybe you're a different way. I don't I don't know. But you do have somewhat of a jump start because you already know who you are a little bit because it's kind of like getting to know someone else, right? It, it takes time and patience, but you kind of get the um you, a little bit of an advantage because you kind of know who you are, right? So you're in charge of the journey, but don't feel afraid to meander off the main path. Sometimes you could just like leave come back leave come back the more ground you cover through self-exploration the more you'll discover about yourself that is it for our podcast today thank you so much for listening we sincerely hope you liked it we would love to know your thoughts about our episode so please feel free to leave us all the comments you'd like <laughs> yes please subscribe give us a like a follow and or a star rating if you want to hear more episodes like this one, please follow us on every social media platform at Chatty Amigas. Thank you so much for listening, Cheekies. We'll be back every Tuesday with the tea. Bye! Bye.